This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Welcome to Dumpsville, USA. Population, you. Do you want to scream? Do you want to cry? Do you just want to move the fuck on? Good music can help you do all three. And we are here to provide the optimal soundtrack. Welcome to the great pop culture debate on the best breakup songs. My feet are innocent, but they still lack rhythm. I'm your host, Eric Resniak. Joining me today is my emotional support panel. She's living in a powder keg and giving off sparks. It's Carissa Claus. In my defense, I don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) If she could reach the stars, she'd give them all to you. Please welcome Kate Reculia. You're goddamn right I would. That's not nearly as good as yours, Carissa. (laughs) It took me a long time, okay? (laughs) And he's the mess you left when you went away, Kevin Dillon. Well, you ought to know, Eric. Mm Mm-hmm. Before we dive into the debate, let's go over how this works. We did a call for nominations of the best breakup song, which arguably worked a little too well. So check out the pre-show on our Patreon page for those details. We shaved that list down to roughly 200 options and had 75 people take the survey to pick their favorites. The top 32 vote getters were ranked by popularity, added to a bracket, and our panelists have made their decisions. Now we argue about it and insult each other, all for your amusement. Do you want to follow along at home? Good. You can find all the brackets, including the one for this episode, at greatpopculturedebate.com. So let's go over the unanimous victors for round one first. The conversation has not run dry for Natalie and Bruglia's torn, which left the Beatles yesterday in the past. I will avoid the easy pun and simply state that two seed Nothing Compares to You tore up somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Number one seed Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive deflected Miley Cyrus and her wrecking ball. Dolly Parton's version of I Will Always Love You made Amy Winehouse's back to black fade into oblivion and one seed you ought to know was a safe bet compared to phil collins against all odds lastly two seed ain't no sunshine by bill withers made sure that cold plays the scientist never even left the lab now we get on to the debates we were evenly split between one seed total eclipse of the heart and eight seed you two's with or without you carissa explain your wrong decision (laughs) so this is the only time in my life that you will ever hear me say this, but um, I think that male voices are actually not really represented in this bracket. Fair. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I said it either. But I think, uh, I so before we had this conversation, I watched the video for this, which is amazing because it's Bono with his ponytail and he's wearing a leather vest and nothing else. And he's no pants, right? I there might be pants. I don't know. I couldn't get past like the hair, (laughs) the chest hair, um, and the cross necklace because, of course, of course. But it it kind of just represents that whole like '90s angsty ballad stuff, which we didn't get a lot of. We had a lot of in the '80s with like the power ballads, but the '90s was kind of we didn't really have that. So this is a little representative of that. Plus, you know, it's 
Bono like soulfully singing like about the feelings of I can't live with you but I also can't live without you like that's a terrible place to be in and I think a lot of us have been there so Kate I'm gonna let you defend Total Eclipse but before we do that I just want to point out to Krista you were comparing the video of With or Without You to Total Eclipse of the Heart and you thought that With or Without You was amazing have you watched the video for Total Eclipse of the Heart because it is like we're going to, a spoiler, at some point. I'm going to do this now. Yeah. We're, we're going to do a bracket on the gayest videos ever made. And Total yes! Eclipse of the Heart is resplendent, is the only word that I think kind of sums it up. But Kate, I'm sorry, go ahead. You're going to defend. Okay. Eclipse. So this this actually is a really controversial place to begin this discussion because of course I was like I love I love you too I listened to a ton of you too when I was deep in my teenage feels which is to the present day I guess of course. <laughs> still, still feeling them um but like this but total eclipse of the heart is such a the video is batshit right so like that always kind of like gets it up in my like this is a quality thing rubric mm-hmm. but it is an iconic descriptor of how a broken heart feels, right? My heart has gone into a total eclipse, right? And it's very dramatic and it's very emotional. And now I'm wondering why it's all coming back to me now. It's not in this bracket, but (laughs) it's not really a great song. (laughs) (laughs) But it is just, it is, it is a swan song about feelings, um, about the feeling of of being, of 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 having what you thought was true and which was your love is no it is no more. But I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> I know I chose this song, and it is my job to defend it. Oh my god! But while yeah. I was preparing for this episode, I listened to "With or Without You" again, and then I remembered the last time I heard that song playing in my car at a stoplight, and I remembered the last episode of the Americans and how it uses this song and how I burst into uncontrollable sobbing tears in my car in a public place. Yes. Good. Come, come to the dark side. The part where Bono just like, like, uh, like that is the sound of a broken goddamn heart. And I'm sorry. I, I, I betrayed you. You have betrayed me. Good job. I am am gagged. I am shooketh. I, I am, I, I feel as though my heart is breaking right now. And I'm I'm like, you want to talk about a, a voice that like resonates broken heart. Bonnie fucking Tyler just speaking to you. Bonnie Tyler placing her order at McDonald's is like, oh my God, I feel your pain. Like give this good girl a cookie, right? Like she's been through it. Look at all the mascara she wears in that video. She has been through some shit. And so it's crazy to me. It's actually crazy. I'm I, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do this because oh, this is oh, this is oh, insane to me. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to reverse your decision. I'm not going to do that. I will respect the will of the people, even though it is wrong. Sidebar: This is why democracy does not work, people. But um, I, I am going to cross. I'm going to challenge this, just because I feel like if I don't speak on behalf of this now, I'll never have my time. But like total eclipse of the heart it, it is well first of all I, I believe correct me if i'm wrong isn't with or without you also 80s i think it's 80s not 90s it's 89 i think it's in that yeah and 89 to 92 to me is that like a weird period and it's own, it's almost its own decade honestly yeah um <laughs> but like total eclipse is that 80s just extravagance and ridiculous ridiculousness yeah but with or without you is friends it is the breakup of ross and rachel it is the most icon- it was the 90s they paid for that song in friends 
They paid you too. It defined breakups in the 90s. It was the ultimate TV show breakup song. It was that. It was that bit. I understand when I'm beaten, I'm going to do this, but I will also go to one point that, that Carissa... Carissa said, like, there aren't a lot of male voices on this. And that's true. And, I, and I'm fine with it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't give a fucking shit about male pain. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, same. Same. You, you have had your time. You still have your time. I'm uninterested. Like, get over it. This is also why, like, I love female country. I can't get, I, I, I cannot get into male country. It's just, ugh, whatever. Okay, that's just me. Um, But I love the fact that, like, the women are basically dominating this discussion because men are the worst. Objectively, they are terrible. And you should be <laughs> singing about heartbreak because men are fucking awful. And I can say that because I am a man. So, Okay. <laughs> With or without you is continuing. <laughs> I can't even believe we're here. We're just starting. Rip Heartbreak. Hearts. Sorry. I'm going to write a song about this betrayal. I'm going to come at you with an amazing video and I'll hit you on the flip side. I will say, much. if this was a video competition, yes. um, straight to the so, top. Number one. The clips is batshit. Uh, so, yeah, that, bat that would go straight. I mean, leather vest, you know, what? And- Cannot even compare. But also, while we're out there, folks, make sure you check out the literal interpretation, the literal video version of Total Clips of the Heart. So So good. good. Find it. Amazing. Okay, moving on. Three quarters of us had three seed Careless Whisper advancing over Justin Timberlake's six seed Crimea River. Kevin, why did you decide to go with JT here? I think... To be honest, I, so I listened to Careless Whisper a couple times before this, and I love George Michael. It And I know that you all love the saxophone riff. It just feels whiny to me. Like, meh. Like, I, I don't know. That's not the breakup song that I want to listen to for me when I'm, like, getting over someone. I want to, fuck you, you slept with Ticeorio. I want to dance around with Timbaland kind of breakup song. Like, that's my breakup song. I want that, like, and it slaps. And, you know, I think the other thing that I love about this song is its popularity. It's so popular and it so resonates um, that... uh, Lady Bird director Greta Gerwig wrote Justin Timberlake a personalized letter asking to use the song in the movie. And he let her use it for free because it represented that early 2000s breakup. That's all, I did not know that. That's amazing. Yeah, and it, is, it I, is an iconic song. And I will say, like, I voted for Careless Whisper, but this to me was the hardest decision in the first round, hands down, because they are both excellent songs here's two instances where i don't care about male pain because like it's legit and it's not i mean is careless whisper overdone and overwrought sure but it's fucking careless whisper and kate i'm gonna defer to you to defend this but don't you dare don't you dare backstab me again do it i promise i promise no i won't i won't i won't i like when I saw like the songs that I was gonna get to talk about, I was like, "Oh, careless whisper!" <laughs> like there are there are three things that, for various reasons, make me weak in the knees: um, a kitten, <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and a fucking saxophone solo. Mm, like, yes, that's like my body has like a li- full limbic response to it, and it can't be like part of what makes music so crucial about with as like a tool to understand breakups and heartbreaks and and moving on and like there's is that 
music says things that words can't, right? Like humans understand the sort of harmonic resonance of notes played in a certain order, played in a certain instrument, put together. And so I was reading up about Careless Whisper earlier today, a little bit like, you know, not like deep research, just Wikipedia. And apparently... Like George Michael based it on his like teenage self two timing like two girls, <laughs> like, two other teenage girls, and he's like a careless whisper would have let one of them know that I was dating the other one, and like I just like that uh, in some ways like makes it so even good. more perfect because it's so like guilty feet have got no rhythm is so stupid it's perfect Ooh, it's it's perfect perfect it's perfect. End of argument. And, and I would say this, like, Kevin, you thought it was whiny. I've never found careless whisper whiny. I've almost felt it like I am a bad person and I have fucked up. Like, I've, I've, I've not found it to be whiny as much as like, oh, shit, I, I have really hurt some people and I'm I'm a bad human being. Maybe so it's just it's my least favorite George Michael. Like, it's at least favorite popular George Michael song. Like, I just it just is so schmaltzy. Oh, uh, uh, Oh, babe, like if we're going to do like George Michael bracket, I agree with you. Like yeah. virtually any other George Michael song is above it. But in this particular area, to me, it's it's a winner. So it sounds like we're agreed that Careless Whisper is advancing. Yes. Carissa, you're still on team, Careless? I am. Boo. Great. All right. <laughs> we were split again between Seven Seed Crazy by Patsy Cline and Two Seed Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. Carissa, why did you pick that extra cheesy Mac? <laughs> because if we're talking about a breakup song that is a fuck you, this is that. Um, Lindsay Buckingham wrote it as a message to Stevie Nicks, and it's so passive aggressive. Really Go your is. own way. And the <laughs> best thing is that it became a hit, and then she had to sing it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good argument because I will say one of the great thing about Fleetwood Mac is like the pettiness squabble that went on for decades between them. We're like, I'm gonna write this shitty song about you, and you have to play it every fucking night. So eat shit. And in the song, he accused her of cheating and like shack- packing up and shacking up. And she says she never did it. And she tried to get him to take that line out and he refused. Yes. So like, there you go. And then it, and then the, the worst thing you could do is just make it famous. So there you go. I mean, that's, it, yeah. that's a damn good argument. And I would say <laughs> I, I'm going to defend crazy, but the pettiness, like huge points for pettiness. So here's what I will say about crazy and Kevin, feel free to, to jump in and augment this. What I love about crazy is that it is a sad song and a, a, it is like the plaintive. Oh, what was me? But what I love about it, number one, it's so classic, it is so beautifully done. But it's also someone who's singing their heart out about the fact that they fucking knew that this guy was going to screw them over and they did it anyway and they should have known better, which sidebar, why was should have known better uh, not by, um, what's his face? Oh God, Richard Marks. Oh uh, yeah. Not on here. It's a great song. Um, but like, it's like, I sh- never should have fallen for this person. And now I feel so stupid. And Kevin and I, I think we both have a certain individual in mind who we both had dealings with, mm-hmm. who um, I could say is frankly very easily encapsulated by the song. So um, I will find if, if Fleet Mech continues, but I also want to speak up. I love Patsy Cline and I love this song. Kevin, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I guess for me, we also don't have, like, this is like, it not only is it a great breakup song it's like it's it's oddly empowering because it's like am i crazy did i do like i think it's like 
she takes the words of the song and she's like, I'm crazy for loving you. Like, uh, and having this, like, it's the thing that we all have felt. We've all felt that way one way or another. We, am I crazy for loving this person? I still love them, even though we're broken up. And I think it's an emotionally resonant song. It's one of the few only like really classic songs that we have on the list too. Yeah. And I think we are a little bit more in this like recency 80s, 90s, 2000s. And I think if we're talking all time, we really should push forward a song that represents uh, multi-generational music. Um, And I think that's why Crazy should progress. I will argue on that last point that we have songs. So yes, we have this one in there, but we've got songs from the sixties that are in here songs from the seventies. It's actually, there's 50 years worth of songs that made this ballot, which I felt or bracket, I should say. For sure. Um, it's just that the more recent ones have tended to push forward. That's why my argument would be to put, because I know that as we move forward in the bracket, I want to do right by those older songs that we have in there. I hear that. I hear that. Um, I, I, I am fine changing my vote to, to go your own way here. Um, yeah. So it, I know and you can hate <laughs> me. Songs, you guys, oh, I never, I'm going to be fighting you all this whole way. I know that. <laughs> because you all picked terrible brackets. <laughs> All right. So go your own way advances. Sorry about that. We have another split decision. Number one seed, Someone Like You by Heartbreak Queen Adele. And eight seed, Take a Bow by Madonna. Carissa, why Adele? Uh, Well, I'm happy to say, Kevin, that we are both on the same side for this one. We are. (laughs) And I don't really have an affinity for Adele other than just, you know, the songs I've heard on the radio. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm a super fan or anything like that. But this song is just, I talk about like a classic kind of song. There's that swelling piano and her voice is just so beautiful and so soulful. And she's singing about, you know, the pain of like the person that you broke up with has moved on so far that they don't even remember who you are, you know? And and you're like, yeah, sure. It's fine. It's cool. I don't really care either. Um, but clearly you do. I don't know. I think it just, I think she had that a, a fairly universal feeling and in such a beautiful way. Um, so I'm going to defend Madonna. And, and I would start by saying that like everything you just said about Adele is true. Personally, someone like you is actually my least favorite of the Adele songs. Rolling um, in the it, deep, it, rolling, rolling in the deep. In the deep. Hello. <laughs> when we were young. It's not the iconic breakup song. Yeah. Like, but I got outvoted on that one. Like all of yeah. those were initially on the on on the ballot, and people had to pick one, and and that was the one that people were like, oh no, it has to be someone like you. And I get it because it's hugely popular. It's also a very popular funeral song, which I think is weird, but whatever. Oh, that's so, creepy, isn't that's it? Creepy. Creepy? That's, that's creepy. Yeah. No. I don't get, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um. So meanwhile, I'm going to talk about Take a Bow, Madonna, which to me, um. So I'll get to the way we'll go to the video. That video is fucking gorgeous. And um, Madonna looks mm. incredible in it. Like it's like peak ugh. Madonna moment. It's, it's so peak good. Madonna mm. moment. That matador's ass could crack chestnuts. <laughs> like it is it's so evocative and um beautiful. I also think this is one of Madonna's most beautiful vocals. It is lilting and you feel the pain in her heart. And again, it's that like, well, you fucked me over. Great job to you. I'm moving on type thing. And I I love, love, love this song. 
I, I will understand if people do want to advance Adele. This was an eight seed versus a one seed. But to me, um, it, again, that one particular Adele song is my least favorite of hers. And this is one of my most favorite Madonna's. So I'm going to put it to a vote. Kate, where do you come down here? Oh, I am hardcore take a bow. Hard. Uh, uh, Kevin, where are you falling? This is tough. And this was actually, and I, I apologize. My colleagues on the podcast all made excellent ballots. I'm only <laughs> teasing them. Um, I love, this is a hard one for me, honestly, because I absolutely adore both songs. I was one of the arm twisters for someone like you. It's Adele's number one song on Spotify. I hear sad girls play it outside their window all the time. <laughs> sure. You know, it is just, it is that song. And I think I love Take a Bow and it is one of my favorite Madonna songs. And I'm a huge Madonna fan. But if we're talking about, and I'm going to argue against what I said about recency bias, but if we're talking about a song that, you know, even though it's creepy that people play it at funerals, <laughs> that is going to la- is gonna be that song, that iconic breakup song. I think it's someone like you. Okay, and, and I will say, like, I'm fine advancing someone like you. It is a one seed and over an eight seed, um, but I wanted to speak passionately for it. Kate, do you have anything else you want to add before we bid adieu to Madge? The show is over. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amen. Woo-hoo! Well this done. This is like her Evita audition video. God, it was. Oh, that, should be the so good. that should be the reason alone it doesn't go forward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, we'll get to that at some point because I would like to, I will defend Madonna in, in Evita. Oh. I don't think she's bad as everyone says she is, oh. but that's fine. Patty Lapone's got your address. Patty Lapone can come over and, and we will get into it, but she knows where to find me. She better be ready to do it that when she finds me. Like she can come to me. All right. So th- we are moving a, a, uh, forward. Someone like you, three quarters of us preferred Survivor by Destiny's Child, a five seed, to CeeLo Green's lone solo hit, Fuck You, a four seed. Kate, you went with CeeLo. Talk to me about this. So I did because th- in this moment, I was sort of, it's, it, and part of it too is that kind of, it's that single song from an artist, right? Like, this is not my favorite Destiny's Child song. Um, Independent Woman, part one, part one. <laughs> <laughs> By far, by far, um, my favorite Destiny's Child song. But it's just like I when I was listening to it again today, it's just this. It's a very repetitive. It, it doesn't. It just was a more annoying to listen to, which I feel so bad. Except for the part where at the end where they're like, "I love, I love a breakup song that has instructions or like tells you what is going to happen." She's like, "Not going to compromise my Christianity," and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I really love that part of it, but I don't have any desire to listen to the song in the club. I have a desire to listen to fuck you in the club. That is so much more fun to dance to. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Unpopular opinions by Kate. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, Hot takes by Kate. Um, But I would say that um, I actually think Survivor is one of my favorite Destiny Child songs. And I do think it's a better club bop. And to me, like the lyrics in it are so goofy that they almost become amazing. Like, but I couldn't see without you. Perfect vision. Like, it's. It's, it's poetry. So terrible, but it's great. <laughs> and I think um, I, I this is kind of a nonsense argument. Not gonna but like the, diss you on the internet. <laughs> it's so good. That tag at the end of the song where Beyonce is like, I will survive being fly. I will survive being bootylicious. Like, that's amazing. 
And to me, like every time I hear it, it makes me smile. But that's neither here nor there. I actually think Survivor is a genuinely good pop song. I think yeah. like the 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 chorus gets you fucking pumped. And like you could crowd surf to 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 Survivor. And it is a like lift you up and like fuck that guy. I am moving on. I don't need this broke ass man. It's kind of like a prequel to No Scrubs, which was nominated at one point but i don't think it's a breakup song it's a i'm not gonna date you because you're a loser song yes so for that reason i vote for survivor kevin and chris are you keeping your picks yes i won't vote for homophobia so yep oh oh, right that's that's a fair point that's a very fair point (laughs) there you go the majority of us laced up Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walkin', but Carissa went with the earnest Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton, a three-seed. Carissa, unbreak my argument. <laughs> well, if we're talking about beautiful songstresses in videos, Tony Braxton. Like, she is stunning. And so this video, which I just rewatched, and I don't know if I actually had seen it when it first came out, because um, I did not have MTV. But she, in this video, she's having a breakdown in her hallway in her <laughs> underwear. And so she's saying, you know, unbreak my heart, make make you love me again. Um, you know, she's trying to rewind. And so there's flashbacks to her and her man doing stuff together. And it's fucking hilarious. Like, okay, first they're swimming in a pool and you're like, okay. And then she's shaving his face. Like he's all lathered up and she's got a razor. Um, and no, one no one does that. No one does. And then they're playing Twister. They are playing <laughs> Twister, <laughs> and like in their pajamas, just in the middle of their floor, just the two of them. And then he's brushing her hair. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> so the I nineties were wild. They really were. It, and she's stunning, and she's beautiful, and her voice. You know what she's saying is just like, can we rewind, like just a little bit, and you know, and. It's, you want to let her. You want to do it. You do. And that voice, I will say, is a singular voice and is so yep. beautiful. I think that mm-hmm. is her best vocal, possibly her best song. Yes, but Kevin, yes. you're going to defend Nancy Sinatra. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nancy Sinatra, this song, I mean, this song is a song that's been... One of the things that I, I thought about as I was... I'm like, which one of these songs is so powerful and present that it's even been redone in pop culture and like that people wanted to like continue the legacy of the iconography of this song and this was one of them with i believe jessica simpson for the dukes of hazard movie Mm -hmm. we'll negate that um and forget about that but this song is just so iconic it is really like i these i'm i'm out of here like i'm done with you i'm i'm good like it is exactly what I want after a breakup. I want to feel like I'm moving forward, moving on. And um, while I definitely think that Unbreak My Heart is Tony Braxton's best vocals, it's a great song. This was also a tough decision. I think that um, longevity and power is on Nancy Sinatra's side. 
Yeah, and I will add that Boots is <laughs> from the beginning that like descending scale of chords it gets you right into it you have got the beat and then the end like come on are you ready boots start walking like how are you not shaking your cha-chas and like (laughs) sass like you're sissying that walk and you know you are the hottest thing on that street and the other ones fuck them like it is great it and there have been many covers of it none of them in my opinion have touched the original it is a she's not a great singer but she has got the power she's the the right singer for that song right like yeah and and there's also there's some songs that you can listen to like they have this sort they're like perpetual motion machines or like they have a perpetual energy like they create their own energy right like because like you listen to some songs and you're like i don't need to hear that again i'm fine but like some songs every time you hear them you're like god damn that sounds good (laughs) every time you listen to that song it sounds good Yeah, and this is one of them, and it's got a great structure, like the actual structure of the song. Yeah. It builds that, like, 60s flourish where you can't help but move, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. So mm-hmm. it sounds like um, Kate and Kevin were sticking with our votes for these boots. Yes, yes ma'am. Sorry, Tony. Um, <laughs> three quarters of us turned down the lights for Bonnie Raitt's I Can't Make You Love Me. I was the lone holdout for All by Myself by Celine Dion. So I'm going to stand by the fountain, realizing that I am butt crazy in love with Josh. <laughs> and then I'm going to let Kate explain why I'm a virgin who can't drive. So um, <laughs> I, I hope not sporadically. <laughs> not sporadically. I fully understand why Bonnie Raitt is advancing here. And in fact, I don't disagree. I think it is the correct one. But someone pointed out earlier, I think it was Kate, like, why is it it's all coming back to me? Mm -hmm. Not on this list. Again, the curse of the one song per artist. And to me, that all by myself, it is a cover. I believe, who does the original? Is it Eric Carmen? Is that, can that be right? Uh, No. I'll I'll find out. I'll find out. Um, Anyway, Celine's version of it to me is the superior version. And it is like that's one that I do genuinely go to when I'm dealing with heartbreak and I'm not one for maudlin songs. It is Eric Carmen. This yes. one is just it is Eric Carmen. Um it is so like glorious when she opens up like right there at the bridge and is just like almost keening with pain. And she's just like she cannot deal with this anymore. But I also am associating with a very specific moment in a very specific movie that was very important to me in my teenage development, which is clueless. And I, I can't I cannot deny it. So I get you. Bonnie Raitt classic Kate, take it away. Oh my God, this song. I remember listening to this song as like a young person and being like, oh, that's how it's going to feel. And guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. Bonnie, Bonnie told us the truth. It's just, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song. Um, Again, in terms of songwriting craft, there's nothing extra in it. It just kind of is, it, it, it is what it is. Um, Her performance, she just sounds like she's completely heartbroken. And one of the things that I love about, like a, a breakup or a heartbreak song is a song that is a beautiful expression of of artistry or emotion or or creative energy towards a lost cause, right? Like it, like this is a lost cause, but like it meant something to her, so she is going to immortalize it in this song that teaches like little eleven year olds. <laughs> what heartbreak feels like and like 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 when she gets to the end and and she sings about how she's going to give up this fight like this is the last night right it also it creates a scene like you're in that moment with them it's just an absolutely beautiful heartbreaking song i love it yeah yeah i I can't argue that uh so carissa and kevin you're staying with bonnie Raitt. 
Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree. So uh, we're moving her on. Uh, three of us again spoke up for No Doubts Don't Speak, a two seed, but Kate preferred seven seed Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Kate, you want to take that one? This is a very, I mean, Don't Speak is great. It is a great song. Like, you know, it's her talking about her breakup with Tony in the band. And so it's extremely personal. Again, and that sort of like make a real popular song and then you always got to play it together. Um, <laughs> excuse me. But Dog Days Are Over is that other kind of breakup song, right? Like there are, there are a million, million ways to get your heart broken. There are a million ways to get yourself free. And Dog Days Are Over for me is, is the story of what happened to my heart after I broke up with my toxic finance job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm like happy again and I'm not stressed out all the time and I'm gaining weight, which means I'm happy, which, you know, whatever, it's fine. It's like get to your normal body weight. Um, but, but like the way that she sings about like the motion of running away from something to something more welcoming and warm and uh run fast for your mother run fast for your father like like th- like that time is over and now the horses are coming and you're going to be more powerful than you ever imagined you could be i just I just love that image. I love that feeling. Like that is how it felt to like be a person who all of a sudden didn't hate waking up in the morning <laughs> to like go to this job. Like, um, so yeah, that's why I chose Dog Days Are Over. But like, I completely respect and I'm okay with Don't Speak going forward. Hey, Kevin, do you want to speak on behalf of No Doubt? I mean, it, No Doubt. I, I think I w- I've been listening to them a little bit more lately. I. I stopped because Gwen Stefani's solo career just wasn't the thing for me. Um, But I've been listening to No Doubt lately and they are really great. And they actually have a couple of really good breakup songs. Another really good one for me is Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. I love that song. Oh my God. That was in the movie Go. But Don't Speak is just, that's another song that personified the late 90s. It was, it actually, and this is a fun fact, it didn't... um, qualify to be a billboard single um, because of the way it was packaged or sold or something of that nature. But it actually is, it does hold the record for the most times at number one on the billboard charts, but there was a reason that they couldn't count it um, because of the way it was packaged and sold. There's this um, podcast I listened to, it's called Hit Parade and it's about how a song, how songs didn't or did get to number one on the, on the billboard charts. So it's a highly recommend podcast. Um, and they talk a lot about no doubts don't speak. And it just, it is the breakup. It is a breakup song. It is the moment. It is definitely one of the most iconic breakup songs of the nineties. Yeah. And I have to say, Kate, I've, I loved everything you said about uh, doc days. And I agree that that amazing feeling like, joy and release and like i am no longer in this fucking bullshit i get it like it's if it was up against anything else I know. And, except for don't speak i think i probably would have moved it on but i'm sticking with no down on this carissa yeah i got like i i agree with everything respect no doubt respect <laughs> respect <laughs> Uh, three of us did a hair toss and checked our nails. It's four seed good as hell by Lizzo. But Kevin preferred to dig his keys into the side of your pretty little four wheel drive by picking <laughs> before he cheats by American Idol, Carrie Underwood, AKA Conderwood. It's always what I call her. Uh, so Kevin, I'm going to ask you to go first. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 give you all this one. I personally think Lizzo's a little too recent to have an iconic breakup song. I know it, it's a great song and it is a good breakup song. Um, and believe me, I've seen um, a lot of people like on Instagram and on Twitter do videos to this song. So it, it has its recent iconic moments and a lot of people love this and it's super popular. But I mean, you can't go to a karaoke bar without hearing someone belts out before he cheats. Like it is a given. It's that eternal, like, fuck you. I'm done with you. And I'm going to take a baseball bat to your car. Like, I don't give a shit about you song. So like that for me was what put it over the top. And, you know, maybe good as hell we'll get there. But for me, it's just not, not that yet. Glad it made the bracket, but not there yet. Kate, uh, do you want to talk about Lizzo? Um, I do. I respect that. And I think that that's an interesting, because it is like, it, I mean, I don't understand what time is anymore, but I think this only came right. out within the last year, right? <laughs> like, I would say two years ago. It was definitely two. a lip sync uh, in, I want to say, season 10 of Drag Race. So yeah. it's going to be at least two okay, years. Okay, so two years. Um, and I think that's what's so extraordinary about it, is that like, it is recent, but it is iconic it's so catchy it is that feeling of release and joy it has instructions like she tells you what to do it's also the point of view of the song is like she is giving you the heartbroken person like some strength you know and and this is what you do you toss your hair you check your nails how are you feeling i'm feeling good as hell and there's also something in that in that construction, I think that good is hell, right? It, it it allows for the possibility of pain, right? Hell, right? So like you have that kind of salty, sweet, I feel great and I'm hurting and I'm choosing to like go into this place of like strength and joy. And also like the instruction, if he don't love you anymore, you walk your fine ass out that door. Yes. Yes. <laughs> A thousand times forever. Yes. Slow yeah. clap. Get it. Slow clap. Yep. 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 And- I will say, like, in the last year, I've had a lot of women in my life who have been dealing with breakups from really terrible men. Again, men are the worst. And literally every single one of them, I'm like, have you listened to Lizzo? And they're like, no, what's that? And I'm like, okay, here, seriously, I'm prescribing you like a doctor. Go and put on Good as Hell and also her entire last album. Mm, I was like, and then come back, take two of those and see me in the morning. Every (laughs) single one of them. I'm not even joking. Every single one of them was like, fucking thank you. That is exactly what I needed because men are the worst and I don't need them. I was like, yes, exactly. You don't need it. So um, I hear what you're saying. And Kevin, I adore Cunderwood. Before He Cheats is great. Pettiness is my signature color, so I am all for (laughs) busting out the windows on the car. But, like, in terms of, like, moving forward and that, like, strutting the ass down the street in your apple-bottom jeans, feeling good, I'm going with Lizzo on this one. Uh, Chris, are you still still Lizzo? Yes, but this one was a really hard – this might have been my hardest choice in in this whole first round. It's a tough call. Mm -hmm. It's a tough call, and that is a well-crafted bracket, right? Like – Mm-hmm. All of these, there's no fat on this bracket. So good job to people who because I, I do think that um, before he cheats represents like the best parts of female country, especially yeah. in this genre. So yes, yeah, props to that song. Exactly, and I will say that country in a general is underrepresented on this bracket, which is unfortunate because country is a heartbreak breakup 
genre. Yep. I don't I can't explain it. We had plenty of country songs on on the ballot. Uh, I wanted to make sure of that. But I will agree that Before He Cheats is a great summation of country breakup song and it's it's excellent it's just unfortunately up against good as hell uh finally we have one named diva showdown the majority of us preferred six seed if i could turn back time by share to three seed dancing on my own by robin carissa why did you go to robin so if you are a patreon supporter of the show then you already know because you've listened to our uh, season zero is this we can take this out i don't know no we Um, aren't thank you for that plug carissa (laughs) subscribe to our patreon Season zero, where we debated um, the best Drag Race lip sync, and I poured my entire heart onto the floor about the uh, Ruju B, Raja versus Juju, sorry, Raven versus Juju doing Dancing on My Own in All Stars 1 of RuPaul's Drag Race, and how I cannot listen to this song without getting full body goosebumps and starting to cry. So I just like I don't I don't know what to say. Like Kate talks about her full limbic response to kittens and like that's how I am with this song. So. <laughs> I get it. And I respect it. It's a great song. And I know how much you love that lip sync. It is a great song, but I'm going to snap you out of it. My snap out show. of it, stupid. And subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> um, it is crazy to me that if I could turn back time as a six seed, like crazy yeah, to me. 100%. <laughs> crazy. Because much like, um, and I know this went out in fucking first round, but um, uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart, it is that <laughs> epic, like swirling emotion of like pathos. Um, and I <laughs> love it. Cher has so many great breakup songs. Like seriously, I believe that Cher is the queen of breakup songs. No, respect to Adele and Taylor Swift, but Cher oh. is the OG. I gotta give it and- to Cher too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she's so good. And Turn Back Time, it is, yes, a breakup song. It is her talking about the things that she did that she wished she could take back. But it's a fucking banger. And that is a song. You will twirl. You will twirl and twirl and twirl towards freedom. And I cannot see this song going out around one. I cannot do it. You tell me you listen to Turn Back Time and you aren't singing by the end and like stomping in rhythm to the song. Like you tell me you can't do that. Uh, I'm doing Kevin, it. I'm doing it right say? now. I'm doing it right Exa- now. I just did it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Kevin, where do you stand? Assless chaps on a Navy ship. Oh, riding that giant <sighs> cannon. We have all been there. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it reminds me of a Saturday night. <laughs> I miss, oh, God. Quarantine. I miss it. Quarantine. <laughs> I mean, share. That's interesting. That I don't know. We've talked a little bit about this on the podcast, like who the iconic breakup song person is, and in many ways, share is kind of like the Elizabeth Taylor of music, really, because yep. she had all those different marriages and relationships, and that was something she was known for. And maybe we shouldn't know female singers for that, but you know, we kind of do. And like, share wrote a lot of music about it. You know, she wrote a lot of really good music about it, and. Um, or has a lot of good songs that are centered on it. I don't know if she's written any of some of her or all of her music, but she really belts it out. And this is, I mean, I remember young little Kevin dancing around to this song and like 
I was just empowered by it. And I think that's the thing. This is an empowering song. And I always used to be like, oh my God, this is her song about her breaking up with Sonny. I mean, (laughs) I, you know, I remember saying that to my mom and being like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is such a great tribute to a breakup as a little kid. (laughs) It's the way. And she's just like gay. (laughs) Back then, but it's such a beautiful song and it's a great breakup song and it, it has to move on. I, I love I think, Robin, but I can't I can't let her beat Cher. I can't. Same. And there's something what you said there too, Kevin, that I love. Like Cher is about pain empowering you, right? Yeah. And there's something about like in almost everything she does, she's like, life has not been easy, but like I have been joyful and I have made art and I am strong and I'm still here and I am enjoying my life, right? And like there's something in the lyrics of the song. It's so sad. She's so like it's so alive and she's so like working through these feelings, but also like the video as an instruction for like what you should do. If you're going through a breakup, like go to like a battleship with all of the sailors, you know, oh, yes. <laughs> and like wear, fleet week, wear some elect- Hallelujah. electrical, <laughs> like it just, everything about that is iconic. Everything. Yeah. Like share is musical masochism, right? It's like every like all these horrible things have happened to me, but I am fucking amazing. I yep. feel great, and <laughs> for that reason, I'm. I think share has to advance. So agreed. Um, agreed. That's it for round one, folks. We've gone from the overwrought thirty-two to the sweet sixteen. What did you think of our picks? Head to greatpopculturedebate.com and give us your picks. Then come on back later this week for part two when we get to Dolly Parton versus Gloria Gaynor. Alanis Morissette versus Lizzo, women bearing their souls and putting terrible men on blast. This is the America I want to live in, and we hope to see you soon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz. And I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.